Okay. We're holding in Samach Beis, Omid Beis. So in the middle of a bit of a discussion over here, we had a three-way machloikis between Rabbi Meir, Rabbonon, and Rabbi Lozer about the bag of spice or the bottle of perfume for a woman to wear it on Shabbos. Rabbi Meir says it's Isu Min it's not considered Bechalal clothing. Chacham says it's Isu the Rabbonon because she might remove it. And Rabbi Lozer says it's allowed. She won't remove it. If she has a bad smell, she's not going to show it off. Now, the problem is that Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Lazar in a different place, says that it's potter. And potter usually means you're not allowed me to Rabbonah. So how do we solve the contradiction between Rabbi, May, Rabbi, Rabbi Lazar and Rabbi Lazar? Says the Gemara, there's one Braise where only Rabbi Meir spoke. And Rabbi Meir says it's a Yisra Min so Rabbi Lazar was only responding to him and saying, no, it's not an Isu He didn't at all discuss whether it's Isu Rabbanon or not. That was not the subject. And therefore he just says Potter. So the Gemara is trying to find out where do we have a Braise where only Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Lazar are mentioned. We only know of this Braise where the three opinions are mentioned. Where do we find the Braise that only the two of them are mentioned. So actually, we don't find the Braise clearly the way we have them documented. But we have a Braise which forces us to say that, forces us to say that there was once a discussion between Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Lazar alone. Basically, there's something missing, evidently missing in the Braise. And if you add what is missing, it's a machloikis between Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Lazar. One second. Okay. Says the Gemara, Umay Rabbi Meir. Where do we find only Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Lazar arguing? The tiny we learned in Abraisa. Loitei Isha, a woman should not walk out in the street. With a key in her hand, obviously. Vim Yotzas, if she walked out with it, Chayev is Chatos. obviously. Dimi Rabbi Meir, but it's not so obvious. Rabbi Lezer, Poiter. Rabbi Lezer says it's Potter. Bekoivelis. In a bag of spice. In a bottle of perfume. One second, it's a very interesting discussion over here. Rabbi Meir says, don't walk out with a key. No, no, says Rabbi Lezer. You're allowed to walk out with a bag of spice. What's, what's going on over here? So the fact that she's not allowed to go out with a key, that's obvious, she's actually carrying it. But why did Rabbi Lazar argue and say about something which Rabbi didn't mention? Who mentioned this bag of spice? So obviously, this rice is missing something. This is what you have to say in the rice. Rabbi Meir says, just like we all agree, you're not allowed to walk out with a key in your hand. Although it serves you, you can get into your house, but it doesn't matter. It's not a clothing. So too, so too, she must not go even with this bag of spice or the bottle of perfume, although it serves her, but it's not a clothing. That's what Amir was saying. She went out with it. And in the last two examples, he patterns, so he does hold 
that it's really mutter, but Rabbi Meir was just saying that he's chayim. He said, no, 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 she's not chayim. He didn't get he didn't get involved in saying his own opinion. So this is where the Bryce is, where only Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Lazar argued, and it explains to us why he said that. Then the Bryce continues. When did Rabbi Lazar say that you're allowed to walk out with this bottle of perfume? And it's still full with perfume. If it's empty, although it has a good smell, because the perfume was in there a long time, so it still provides a good smell, but it's empty. Now, seemingly, even when it's empty, there's still a smell over there, it still does a job. It just won't last so long, I guess. So it's like a very small amount of perfume. That's what I would assume. So the Chayda this tells us that if, let's say, a person walks out like this, if a person walks out with a plate with food, okay, if the food is a large amount of food, he's obviously Chayyad. If it's a small amount of food, so we say he's Potter. Why? Because the bowl is serving the food. The food is less than the amount that you'd be Chayyad for, so you're Potter. But the Chayda here, the bottle is also has a very small amount of perfume, less than the, 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 the significant amount. And nevertheless, we say you're chayiv chatos. Why chayiv chatos? The bottle is serving the smell that it holds. And since it's serving the smell that it holds, it should be bottled to it. It should be as if not here. And since the smell that it holds is so minute, it's not even here. It's just a smell. You should be potter. So seemingly you would think that this price, Rebbe Lazar holds, that... If you take a plate with food less than the amount, you're chayiv. That's what you could assume from this b'risa. From this b'risa, I see that his opinion is, if someone carries food, less than the significant amount, became in a, in, a, in a bowl, let's say, chayiv. He should be chayiv. If it's empty from perfume, it should be as if less than significant amount bekeli in a keli dummy. It's similar. And it says that it's that she's chayiv. So that's Rav Ada's opinion that this Bryce is arguing in our Mishnah. And this Bryce holds that if you take a bowl with food less than a significant amount, you're chayiv. Ravashi, Yom Ravashi argues, says no. But Alma Imloch, usually I can tell you, Potter. Vishani also here is different. There's nothing here. You can't say the bottle is serving the smell. The smell is not a thing. And since it's not a thing, it's not serving anything. If it's not serving anything, all you have is the bottle. If all you have is the bottle, you Buy a plate and a small amount of bread. This has, there is a small amount of bread, so it could be serving it. It's just not significant. So you're potter. But in this case, there's nothing then significant. There's nothing. If there's nothing, then you So we found the price where only the mayor and the blazer are arguing. And therefore, it makes sense that Rabbi Loza says potter because Rabbi Meir said chayiv. And then he added a condition that if it's empty, although there's still a smell, you're chayiv. So Rabbi Adda learned from this that if you have a bowl with a small amount of food, less than the amount you'd be chayiv for, you're still chayiv for the bowl. And Rabbi Ashi says, no. There it's a small amount, here it's nothing. And therefore you're chayiv for the bowl. Okay. Now that we spoke about perfume, we're getting involved in other things connected to perfume. So this psukim describing the people before the, the, the what do you call it, before the churban, and describing their averis, 
and basically by the first Khurban and why the Khurban happened. So one Pasuk says, They smear themselves with the first, with the best of oils. It's describing that after the 10 Shvatim were sent away, the people of Yehuda should have learned the lesson and started serving Hashem, but they didn't. And they continue pampering themselves, not worrying, not doing tshuva. So they used to smear themselves with the first and best of oils. What's the first and best of oils? in this particular oil, whatever it is, that was that's that that's a what is it? Shemna Farsimoin. Shemna Farsimoin is not is is um, from the Tsuri. I don't know how you translate it. If you have a, a proper translation, you can tell me. But it's a it's a, it's it's a very it's a good smelling oil. That's the best of oils. Okay. Masiv Rav Yosef. Rav Yosef is asking about this identification of of uh, best of oils as palyotin. What's the problem? Masiv Rav Yosef. Rav Yosef brought from a brisa. After the Khurban, Rabbi Yudu said, We have to be sad about the Khurban. Do not smear yourself with Palyotin, with Afar Simon. Do not do that. They said, No, you can still smear yourself with, with, with Afar Simon. Yeah? Now, if you're going to say that the whole reason to smear this oil is just for extra pleasure, why didn't they agree? Skip it. It's extra pleasure. Who needs extra pleasure? It's a right thing. We should not have extra pleasure after the Khurban. Yeah. One second. You're not allowed to have pleasure after the Khurban? According to your opinion, that extra pleasure, especially those pleasures which cause the Khurban, yeah, should not be allowed today. Let's look at some other examples. It says in the Pasuk, they would drink with the shooters of wine. They would drink wine with shooters. What shooters? Rabbi Rabasi had a machloikis. So it either means uh, like a special cup with lots of straws with a big thing of wine, and everyone was able to drink from uh, those wine, that wine at once. Or um, another explanation is it's like it's a long glass uh, keli that. I don't know what. It, you pour in wine and it shoots it straight to your mouth. It has two ends to it. I'm not really sure what the second description is. The first description Rabbi brings, Rashi brings elsewhere is, it's like a cup with a bunch of straws. And everyone's drinking from it. It's a very great pleasure. Another one said, they were professionals and they were able to like Throw the wine from one cup to another. I guess that's what we do when they when they when they, uh, they say they, the reason why they 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 whatever they bang the glasses together. They should be, they were afraid sometimes they would poison them. It's not true. Okay. So either way, okay, we'll talk later. We'll talk later. So either way, but here they would have a special um, you know profession of like throwing wine from one to the other from the cup and it would land in the other person's cup. It's a shtick. It's a pleasure, and the. Um, so what are you going to tell me? You're not allowed to do that. Don't drink from a cup with a bunch of straws. Don't throw wine from one cup to the other. Maybe. But we see clearly that not. He drank from this cup full of straws. 
drink. And didn't tell him, didn't tell him anything, which means you're allowed to have pleasure. So, so the fact that we're allowed to smear ourselves with polyanto does not mean that it's not the thing that they have smeared before the Khurban, which gave them extra pleasure, because it could give extra pleasure, and he's still allowed to use it. Why? So he says like this, El, the rule is like this. Call me the anything, the isbay tainuk ve simcha. It's pleasure and happiness. God's in Rabbi said, no, no, no. It's pleasure and happiness together. Skip. But something which you can have pleasure from. Doesn't make doesn't give happiness. They were geyser on musical instruments. Yeah, they cannot have, they cannot play with musical instruments because that's pleasure and happiness together. But all the shtick or even smearing oil that gives you pleasure, that's pleasure. It's not simcha. And since it's not simcha, you're allowed to do. Okay. Now that we're speaking about the nevuah of Amus before the Khurban, so he's discussing some more of those psukim of the nevuah of Amus to say what it means. Again, we're getting off topic. So the Pasuk says over there, one of the Avedas they would do is Hashaykhvin al-mitay shame. They would sleep on beds made out of uh, elephant teeth. Usruchim al arsaysim. They used to be disgusting on their bed. So what does it mean? Usruchim al arsaysim. Disgusting on their bed. Um, I think the simple meaning is not usruchim disgusting. Usruchim literally means like spread out, sprawled out on the bed. But in Lashi Chachamim, usruchim means disgusting. So what does it mean disgusting? Amar Rav Yesi Rav Chanina Malamed teaches us Shoyim Ashtinin Mayim B'Tnei Marumim. They would, they would go to the toilet for number one in front of the bed while they were still um, undressed. They would go to sleep undressed in those days, cover themselves with a blanket. And they were like very low, very unrefined. To the extent that they would do it in front of the bed, no problem. Megadiv Barabiyabo. So Rabbi Abu didn't like that translation at all. If, if that's the pshat, this is what it says in the pasuk. Because they're they they behaving that way, they'll be the first ones to be exiled. Because they're doing something which is low and disgusting, but not evil, not an avera. Therefore, they should be sent away first in Golos. El Rabbi no. They'll come home to spend time with each other and eat and drink, and then put their pets together. They'll trade their women, their wives. They'll make their bed dirty with a shikhazera, which doesn't belong to them. That's considered making it disgusting, and that's something to be sent down in Gulf. Now that we mentioned this behavior, which was not accepted as the explanation of what they did then. But it's something we mentioned. Amr Abba comes around and says, "Don't think that it's uh, that, that what you said, Rabbi Yisroel Bachanina, is, is is okay. Let me bring you a brisa, or let me say my own statement, and that will show you that it is a very bad thing." Amr Abba of Amrul and some say Masnisa Tan is written in a brisa. Gimel Dvarim Mivim Musadim Ladeyanius. Three things make a person poor. Veilein Hamash Tinmaim Tnimitosi Arum. If he behaves in such a low way. He's, he's, he's disrespecting his bed, he's disrespecting his, his uh, basis, his, his uh, 
family basis is he's, he's disrespecting it. He's not acting in a very low way. So that makes him, I guess, lose the presence that Hashem would have given him. If he's not careful with washing his hands, that his wife is cursing him in front of him. Now, why is it his fault that his wife is cursing him in front of him? So we'll see soon, she has a good reason to. And the problem is that he gave her the reason to. What was it? So let's see. When is this talking about? When he's facing his bed. If he's facing the other direction, but not as bad. He's not disrespecting his bed. If he's facing his bed, he also didn't say this. He's doing it on the ground. If he has it in the bowl, he's not so disrespectful. And that's why it will not cause him to be poor. When did we say that he's going to become poor because of that? does not wash his hands at all before bread. He's very, very didactic. To put just the amount of water you need and no more. But that's not a problem. He's yoy to the mitzvah. Yeah? Says the Gemara. That's not true. Said, I washed my hands with a full, with a, with a lot of water, with a full two hands of water. I guess each hand, he did amount of two hands. And because of that, they gave him handfuls of tivus of good things. In other words, they get, you get riches from being extra careful when it's in And you lose it if you're not so careful. So obviously it means not if, even if you're exactly, exactly careful, you're not ready to, to waste a bit of more water to be extra sure that you actually cover the entire hand, that's also a problem. What's the third thing that his wife is cursing him? He's too stingy to buy her jewelry. We're only talking about who the Islam. He has enough money. Why should he waste his money on her? Oh, and then she curses him. She's right. And therefore, he loses out. He comes. He becomes poor because of that. Okay. So he spoke about how they behave by the churban, what it was exactly. And well, we have to behave in a respectful way and then careful with until she dies and then careful with giving your wife what she, what she deserves. Now that we're talking about the churban, we're going to talk about other tzukim. Especially the way we retranslated the Pasuk, we're going to talk about other Pasukim which go in that same line. What is the new word it says in the Pasuk in Yeshaya? The daughters of Tzion went, felt high of themselves, and it says a whole list of things which we're going to go through right now. Therefore, Hashem will punish them. So what do they do? They would walk Stretched out, like very going walking very tall purposely to attract attention. But they went with their with their with their neck stuck up. So what does that mean? It doesn't literally mean that their head was stuck uh, head was stuck up. It means they went in a way that attracted attention, which was they would walk very slow steps, and everyone should realize that they're going. Everyone should pay attention to that. They were lying with their eyes. What does that mean? Two things. One thing is that they would, they would put a lot of makeup. 
on their eyes, again, to attract a lot of attention. Makeup is fine. Makeup is a normal thing that a woman should have, but they would put a lot that would attract more attention. Umiramzam, they would wink to the boys. Halich betafif. They went like drops. What does that mean? They would especially walk in groups and a tall one will walk between short ones. So she would attract more attention. Um, they would literally they would make angry with their feet or we'll see soon they would make um, um, what do you call it? Venom, they would like put, we'll see, they would like give poison through their feet. What does that mean? Amar Rabbi Yitzchak, Tevei Rabbi Ami. Rabbi Yitzchak and the Shiva Rabbi Ami said, Melamed means like this. Shematilois, Meribafarzman, they would put perfumes, Viminaleim in their shoes, bags of perfume. Umahal Chais Bishuk Yerushalayim, they would walk around in the streets of Yerushalayim. The cave and Shemagia is a Bahuri Yisrael, they would walk next to the boys. They would push, press on the ground, they would spray this perfume, would put a yitzhar into these boys, because like the, the poison of a snake. My poor and the same was their punishment. Instead of perfume, it will uh, deteriorate, it will like the, like uh, what do you call it? The, uh, like when something uh, uh, rots, it would like rot. What does that mean? Yeah, mocking. A maki. So what does that mean? Mocking shoyim is masam is by the place that they would put perfume. Nasa and a mocking, a mocking rotted away. Betachas chagura nikva. Instead of her, her belt, a nice belt, nikva. She would get banged. What does that mean? Mocking shoyim chagura is betzil. So the place that they would be uh, have a, a nice belt. Nasa and a coffin, the coffin would be become banged. It would, would get a lot of wounds. Instead of miksha, it will be bold. What does that mean? Mokim shayim miskashtis, with the place that they would become, they would, they would decorate themselves with nice hair. They would make the hair in a very attractive way. Nasa krochim, krochim will become bold. Instead of psigayil, they would have a, a belt of... of, of uh, of the sack, the openings which bring to happiness, will have to be covered with sack. Because this is all instead of their beauty that they misused. This is what people say. Instead of the beauty, there'll be like shrim, there'll be blisters. Then the pastor continues with Sipa Hashem. Hashem will literally take away. What does it mean with Sipach? So he says, You got Saras. Hashem made their openings disgusting. And Omar, I don't know if this is explaining this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Hashem peace in Yar. Hashem will open their openings. What does that mean? They had a lot of dam ziva. They had a lot of here. They were proud with the disgusting actions. 
It didn't, they weren't hiding it at all. What did you eat today? Which I didn't mean eat. I worked a piece of bread. Or not work piece of bread. It means married or unmarried. First time or not first time. With uh, white wine or red wine. Which means, what was her color? Wide bed or a, or, or a, or a uh, narrow bed. Was she was was he a good friend or a bad friend? And and, and they meant something else. None of them meant any of these things uh, literally. They meant it for this particular thing. The wood of Yerushalayim, the trees of Yerushalayim, had a smell like cinnamon of a shoyshum, a sikim, and they would light them for fire, would give a very good smell. That went away. There's only left like one kernel of barley. You can find it in the treasures of the queen Tzimtzimoi. I don't think this is something literal. Tzimtzimoi, I don't think there was an actual uh, queen named Tzimtzimoi. It obviously is hinting on something a bit uh, spiritual. I mean, you could try to assume Tzimtzum, but I don't know exactly what, but it's it's something a bit hidden there. So let's see what we learned to be here today. So first of all, Rabbi Lezer said that, Rabbi Lezer said that you're allowed to go out with this bottle of perfume and this bag of spice. But in one Bryson, we found that he said Potter. Why did he say Potter? Because he was discussing with a mayor. The Bryson we have only says that a mayor said, you're not allowed to walk out with a key. And if you walk in a key in your hand, and if you walk in your chatas, and Rabbi Lezer says, you're allowed to walk out with a bag of spice and with a bottle of perfume. So, and now you're allowed to, Potter. How does it match? Because the mayor also said you're you're not allowed to walk out with a bag of perfume or with a bag of spice. And if you do, you're But really holds you allowed to. Just he was discussing with Rabbi Meir. Then Rabbi Lazar says that if it's empty, you're Says Rabbi why? There's still a smell? Ah, it's less than a significant amount. So if you walk out with a plate with food with less than a significant amount, you're chayiv. Says Rabbi no. Food less than a significant amount is something. A smell is nothing. And therefore you chai for the month. Then we spoke about this bottle of perfume called Palyotin, the Shemin of Farsimoin. And uh, so we said it's Shemin, uh, we said it's, so we said when the Pasuk says that before the Churban they said smear themselves with the best of oil, it's this. So Rav uh, Yosef uh, asked one second, so why are we allowed to smear it after the Churban? Says Abaya, why are we allowed to drink wine from a cup with straws? Are you allowed to throw wine from one person to another? Because it's only pleasure. It's only pleasure. One second. Could you... No, the, they didn't throw wine from one cup to another. They used to have a special keli with a narrow opening. Mm -hmm. And in order to make sure that it hit the cup, you have to be familiar with how to pour it. Otherwise, it would be all around. Uh -huh. So they used to learn how to pour it from a distance and it used to come straight from the spout uh -huh. into the cup. Okay. No way you can take wine in cup and throw it to thing unless the wine is solid. Okay, okay. 
you can then maybe doing it. But if it's liquid, it will be whoosh, all over. Okay. So they would they're allowed to pour this wine from this narrow bottle. Now the question is right. It's a it's a special skill. So people used to do a skill. They used to hold the cup here and the thing above, and they used to make sure that it hits the thing. Okay. So the question is, how come you're allowed to do these things? And the answer is you're allowed to have pleasure after the Khurban. You're just not allowed to have um, pleasure, which brings happiness. Fine? Then we spoke about the Arvanus that they did over there. So, so uh, the question was, did they disrespect their bed with a, with a nasty behavior? So, so Rabbi Abou said, no. They, they, they did worse than that. They didn't actually move. But we're not allowed to dis disrespect our bed. And that could bring a person to be poor. I, I don't think the word nasty is correct. It should be disrespectful. Again? It should be disrespectful, not nasty. Okay. It's a totally different expression okay. in English. Okay. So it's disrespectful it's one's bed. If you're doing it with your back to the bed, then it's okay. Right. In other words, you are showing disrespectful if correct. you're doing it one way or another. Right. If it's so nasty, basically, if it's nasty, it doesn't matter where you're doing it. If you right. can do it outside in the field, and it's still nasty. Okay. Okay. Well, well, yeah. So, um, basically, you're not allowed to disrespect your bed, and it could bring a person to be poor if he disrespects his bed. The same is if he's not careful with the tilas dying with putting more than he needs, because Rabbi Chista said that he got a lot of money just because he did more than he needed. And if someone does not give his wife jewelry that she deserves and she complains, she's right and he loses out if he has enough money for that. Then he was discussing the way they behave before the Khurban. How they, they basically the girls are trying to attract attention um, to them. And then they did it purposely. And that was a big aver. And that was a big aver. And that led to, the, to whatever they did by the Khurban. So that, that just, it's describing here things that if we, if we look at different styles that people have, and they can have a question, you know, what's the problem with it? And where's it say in Shulchan Aruch? So basically anything which the purpose is to attract attention goes into this category. So that, that's what they did, and that's something which we're meant to avoid in order to fix that behavior. Okay. Okay, yes. No problem. 